This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Swung a marsh to left field deep. Fam going back. Looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth. is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. How good was that here on A's Cast? As the A's finished their homestand six and one, they've won six in a row. They are 12 and two in the month of June, which is the best in Major League Baseball. I want to hear from you at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Ken Korak, you said it before the series, the A's need to sweep the Angels, and they did just that. I'm not sure I said that, but I'll take it. I'll take credit for it now, right? (laughs) We knew it was a big series for the Angels because they had been playing well, and then you climb back over 500. Nothing happens unless you get over 500, which they were after their their good run. They had gone 14-5 and over 19 games, but uh, it's a pretty tough blow for the Angels, especially to their bullpen. And the A's are just playing great baseball, Chris. And I think like we said yesterday, it's, it's every facet. Uh, defensively, offensively, pitching. Uh, this is as well as the A's have played, I think, in, in quite some time. Yeah, no doubt about it. And they showed the graphic on NBC Sports California that they're third right now with hitting with runners in scoring position. You know, the Angels have done a good job with it, and so have the Astros, but the A's are third, so they're getting it done. Let's go over some of the highlights. And i got to play this because watching this guy play, it just amazes me. And it amazes me that there's actual professional scouts that went to Japan and they said Otani is a frontline starter, but his bat will not play in Major League Baseball. Boy, did they all get it wrong. There is Otani, 954 OPS, 46 RBIs. And by the way, he can pitch a little bit too. And he drills one to right, forget about that. I mean, how far is that going to fly? A mammoth home run by Otani. Over the 367 mark, I think it got into the the second deck of the original Coliseum structure up there as it wraps around the foul pole and right about halfway up there, and it's 4-0 Angels. He's tall. He runs like the wind. He leads them in stolen bases, and he arguably has some of the best power I have ever seen in this game. I can I just it shocks me that scouts went over there I know. And, and came home saying, Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be able to hit at this level. They would change those reports right now, right? Nineteen <laughs> I mean, home seriously. runs and home runs and back to back games. He is a legitimate six tool player. All the five tools you talk about as a position player, you add the pitching and the thing it's almost a shame, but you you understand why he doesn't play in the field. I'd love to see him play right field every day. Because I mean, they say that he's a, a tremendous outfielder, of course, with a great arm. And you mentioned the speed as well. But, you know, there's he does have certain limitations because he's trying to pitch and hit, of course. I mean, if you take away the pitching, 
He, I mean, he's an everyday all-star. This might be the greatest talent we've ever seen, Ken. And I'm glad he's pitching, too, and I hope he pitches in the All-Star game. I think there's a decent chance that he will, that he could pitch and hit in the All-Star game, and that would be something to see. And hit in home run derby. Right? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's one of those guys, and you really appreciate this, too, Chris, because we're all in the entertainment business, at least to a certain degree, and with him, he's he's a guy that people want to buy a ticket and come out to see. I, there's no question. I mean, it, he's he's the modern-day Babe Ruth that's incredible. How about Ramon Laureano? Does not go on a rehab assignment, comes right back in, and we're going to play two straight, two highlights. First, defense, then offense. Here's Ramon in the fourth. Here comes the 0-1. Pass ball, high fly ball to center. Laureano going back toward the track, near the wall, jumps at the wall, and Ramon Laureano is back in the house. A great catch by Ramon like he never left. And it's a 1-2-3 inning for Irvin and the Athletics. Ramon Laureano seems to always make great plays when the Angels are in town. And I think he brought a home run back from Justin Upton. On to the bottom of the fourth inning. Still 4-0 Angels. Here's the 0-1. Swung on. Fly ball to left. Ramon has left the building too. Way out of here. Almost to the second deck. Up on the steps, his 12th home run of the year. Ramon trying to take the team on his back and bring them back as they now trail 4-1. to one. Well, the guy who makes the great play always homers, batting second in the next at bat. It is just a reminder what he means to the A's lineup. It's crazy, Ken, but it happens at all levels. You make a great defensive play, and somehow you get up in the bottom half of the inning, and you do something with the bat. And we see how dynamic he is. And, too, just a footnote, I think we have to acknowledge how well the A's played without him. You never want to play without him, but they did a great job of surviving the time that he was on the I.L. By the way, I need to apologize to you, Bob Melvin, and the organization. I have shortchanged the A's. I forgot about the Diamondbacks being in town. It was an 8-1 and one homestand. Yeah, 8-1. and one. I said 6-1. That's right, 2-0 Arizona, 3-1 KC, 3-0 Angels. Boy, my guy Tori Lovello needs a win on the road, Ken. <laughs> well, stay tuned because it looked like they had one last night. It didn't happen. And then we'll continue going into the sixth inning, and this is where the A's would put it on the Angels. Let's start with Matt Chapman. And here's the pitch to Matt. And that's swung on a ground ball into left center for a base hit. Olsen around third, coming to the plate. There'll be no throw, and the A's are down by one. Right through the shift. Between Fletcher and Iglesias on the left side. Scoring was Olsen. Lowry goes to second. And the Angels lead is 4-3 in the sixth. Isn't it just glaring when you beat the shift? I I, I know the shift works more than not. But when it does it, it's just glaring. It's kind of fun to see when it happens, I think, too. Right, Chris? No doubt about it. And then how about Chad Pender? This was wonderful to see because... Two days ago, he was on the floor and uh, getting hit in the head. It was very scary. Great to see Chad Pender back hitting and being successful. Now here's the 2-0, and Pender hits a line drive. Base hit left field angle toward the line. Lowry's around third. Up with the ball is up, and they're going to wave him. Here's the throw. It's not going to be in time. The throw goes to third. Chapman slides in there safely. Pender goes to second, and the A's have tied it up. Single RBI. Pender goes to second on the throw. 
Scoring was Lowry. Chapman goes from first to third. Four straight hits for the A's in the inning, and they've tied the game at 4-4. So it's all tied. Give me some Tony Kemp. And the 2-1 pitch to Kemp is swung on and driven to center field, sinking. That's going to get down for a hit. Everybody moves up 90 feet, and the A's have the lead. Tony Kemp comes through once again for the A's. 5-4 athletics in the sixth. Still nobody out. I mean, Ken, he's got to be in the lineup. I mean, he's got an 809 OPS. He's constantly on base. He's constantly doing something in the field. Tony Kemp has earned the right to start on this team. I think he's going to play almost every day, Chris. And like a day like today, when you want to rest Lowry and not have him start, and with the Angels throwing a right-hander, Pinder is not going to start. But then you have the trump cards you can play in that sixth inning with Lowry and Pinder coming off the bench. And Bob Melvin has done that expertly this year. And look at the numbers for the A's with their pinch hitters. It's been great. Yeah, because you normally think of a light-hitting second baseman is not going to have an 809 OPS. That's just not going to That just shows not only is he getting on base, but he's also hitting, too. Almost a 400 on base and 320 for his last 29 games. No, he's been huge. And as Bo Mel said on the manager show, he's the biggest reason the A's were able to flourish, even without Laureano while Ramon was uh, on the I.L. Mark Canna with a fielder's choice would bring, bring in a run, and then Matt Olson would get into the party. And here's the delivery now to Matt. Swung on line down the right field line for a base hit. Kemp can walk home, and going from first to third is Canna. It's now an 8-4 ball game as Olsen delivers a line drive base hit down the right field line. Lowry's coming up. Once again, the A's have runners at the corners. They're doing, as you said, Ken, they're doing everything right right now. And what's cool, you don't get this very often, especially during our COVID times, where you get a day off in New York City. Yeah, and let's acknowledge their base running, too, because there was a really good first to third and scoring and Elvis scoring. You mentioned... Uh, Canada's fielder's choice on the chopper on the infield, the Fletcher and the shift. So, yeah, and you're right, day off in New York, and uh, they're going to enjoy it for sure tomorrow. No doubt. Well, we'll, you... be, uh, we'll be broadcasting uh, Ace Baseball on Friday. Yes, and we're going to have the – and by the way, for everybody out there, we're going to be airing the Lugnuts game tomorrow here on Ace Cast. What time is that, around 4 o'clock? It's going to be at 4 right? o'clock, yes. Yeah, so, we'll, so we will always have baseball for you here on A's Cast, whether it's the A's or the minor league system. We'll always have something for you to listen to on A's Cast. You enjoy your day off. You've earned it. Well, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you Friday. Take care. That's Ken Korak. 12-2 and two in June. Are you kidding me? 16 games over 500. I want to hear from you, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. 
or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you, and the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. If my San Jose State math is correct, the last 14 games, the Athletics have outscored the opposition 87-46. to Wow. That's huge. I mean, I mean, they are getting it done right now. But you have to because Houston's not going away. And you got to get better at home, and you got to get better in division. And they accomplished that with an 8-1 and homestand. Yeah, you got to take it to the D-backs and the Royals, but to, to stop a red-hot Angels team that came in feeling pretty good about themselves, winning six in a row... Well, you just dumped water all over that fire. And now they're leaving, getting swept. How about that, rally monkey? (laughs) I can't believe they're still going with that. Now, I haven't been to, you know, I haven't been anywhere other than the Bay Area for since 2019. But I remember hooking up with the team in 2019 and seeing these adults walking around with the rally monkey. I just I just shake my head. I mean, there's some people that sit in their seats and they'll have like six rally monkeys in front of them on the rail of all different colors. And I'm like, you guys are still rocking this? The rally monkey? I get it. You won the World Series in 2002. How are you still going with the rally monkey? All right, let's go to Adam in Vegas. Lead us off today here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony, thanks for having me. Um, two words, uh, Laser Ramon, man. That guy is a spark plug for this squad, and it was awesome to see him uh, go up and make that catch to Rob Upton and come in. What do you do, man? Come in in the bottom of the inning and hit another bomb. I mean, how many times do you see a center fielder, any player, make a great play like that and, and come up and hit a home run? It's just spectacular. And these A's are about as hot as Vegas is right now, let me tell you, Townie. <laughs> Yeah, what I the other day I was looking uh the Aviators game was like 109 and then Ray Fossey was talking on the broadcast today with G Kype about how it's like 117 in Arizona. W- w- what is it there in Vegas right now? Yeah, today it's actually 114, so it's a hot <laughs> one and yeah, like the Yeah, the, the Aviators, man, they're just popping them out of that that, that ballpark down here cuz man, it is just warm and the ball is traveling. So it's a fun, it's a fun, you know, league to watch. Like you said, it's a hitters league out there. But um, yeah, no, I mean, what a what a good job by uh, Irvin, just kind of settling down as well um, after giving up those uh, four runs. Kind of ran into a buzzsaw. I felt like with the Angels, how hot they were. They're kind of bound to, you know, put some runs up eventually in this series. But uh, you know, it's great to see the A's scoring runs without the long ball. Like you say, you know, you, you gotta you gotta chip away. You gotta get you know clutch singles at the right times and. That's what this uh, offense is doing, and it's real fun to watch. Hey, Adam, you know what the great thing about Vegas is? What's that? 
it's 70 degrees in the casino. I don't have to worry about how hot it is. You are right about that, my man. You can hop in any casino you want. They got the AC blasting, but uh, it doesn't yeah, I, seem like I, anything's going to cool these A's down. <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting in the sports book. I'm uh, betting games, and I don't have to worry about sunscreen. No doubt about it, man. Yeah, they got a couple uh, big sports books just opened up, too. I've been checking out. They're, they're pretty awesome down, down, downtown and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, it was another another good outing by Trevino, too, at the end of the bullpen to, uh, to you know, shut the door and not, you know, give up any uh, any drama, any runners, you know, no free walks. Uh, he came in and, and really shut the door, so that's good to see. And, you know, to touch on Lazardo as well, everybody kind of hating on him. I, I just think that it would be – a very crazy idea to give him up for a rental player like Story. I mean, he's going to figure it out eventually. He's uh, Like you said, he's a shorter guy. He doesn't really get that tilt on the mound like uh, some big lefties do. But I could see, you know, him and Emu, you know, going through some uh, some mechanical things, maybe using his legs to locate a little better. You know, hips and legs, you know, come into the pitching delivery so much. You know, being a an ex-pitcher and he was well Tony, I'm sure you know, that the legs are huge, man. And if I could see him get into his legs a little bit more with that electric arm, I feel like he would locate a lot better, man. But, I, I, you know, you know it's a great, great win. So uh, we're just happy that we uh, keep keep this rolling and ride the wave, baby. Yeah, thanks for the phone call. I mean, with Lazardo, and I'm not trying to play pitching coach here, but I, I, I just see dead straight. And that's, that's, that's death. I mean – you just throw the ball dead straight down the middle. I don't care how hard you throw it. You can throw it 105 miles an hour. They're going to time it. I mean, look at Otani. That ball was a rocket he hit last night. And I'm not trying to pick on Jesus. He's young. And everybody who wants to jump ship on him, he's 23 years old. Let's 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 relax a little bit. He hasn't thrown a lot. And that's the problem with modern-day baseball. We baby everybody. You need to learn as a pitcher. You need to learn to pitch through adversity. There's going to be times where you don't have your best stuff. I remember when we had the Hall of Famer Jack Morris on the program, when Jack came down on the field and scared Cody to death. And uh, Melvin goes, I'm still scared of him. And I, I used to catch him. I mean, Jack Morris is a scary guy. But Jack Morris... That was one of the reasons why people wanted to keep him in ERA. But back in those days, if you gave up some runs, they didn't take you out. You kept pitching through it. You learned to pitch through adverse pitch with runners on base. And you're not looking down at the bullpen going, when are you going to take me out? Pitchers need to learn that. Take today. Cole Irvin gave, gave up some runs early. He gave up three in the first inning. But you know what? He still gave me five and two-thirds and kept me in the game, and I am coming back and winning it. That's what you need to do as a starter. Not everything's going to be shut, shut out baseball. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. We're a national slash global, global brand as we go from Vegas to Chris in Virginia. Chris, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Yeah, buddy, excited to be here, excited to see this team I've rooted for since 89, just kicking some butt and playing so well right now. By the way, I love Virginia. It's beautiful. It is. 77 and a nice breeze right now. 
I went to uh, we, we we did the whole historical trip, my last big trip uh, with the kids, where we went to D.C., Philadelphia, and then New York. We went to mm-hmm. George Washington's house. Man, George Wa- If you ever get a chance and you're in Virginia, go to George Washington's pad on the Potomac. It's one of the great. It's one <laughs> of the great views and houses I've ever. George was living fat back in the day. Yeah, that's why there was nothing else around either. Yeah. <laughs> what a view. Now what there's you... millions of people here. So how many A's fans we got in Virginia? Uh, there's at least six that I know of. I got one in upstate New York where I'm from. And, I mean, I got my truck, got the plate, got the stickers, got the hat. Uh, everybody knows I'm an A's fan. There's no question. No doubt. So uh, download the iHeartRadio app, and you'll be able to listen to uh, to, to A's cast. Okay. I've got MLB TV for the last few years. I love listening to the announcers. It's like being at the game. It's great. Yeah, no, we're very special, whether you're talking about our broadcasters on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network or what we got on TV and the dynamic between, you know, Ray Fossey, who we call the face of the franchise, and Dallas mm-hmm. Braden, what he brings to the party, and then the the leader, G. Kipe. Yeah, we're, we're very lucky. I mean, a lot of people tell you the A's broadcast team is one of the best in baseball. There's no question. Which works for one of the best teams. Well, the best team in baseball. Right now in June, you can't dispute that. At 12-2 and two in June and the way they're playing and starters giving you innings, clutch hitting, and the ability to hit the ball out of the ballpark. And really, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, we don't talk enough about the hallmark of this team is defense. Their defense is fabulous. That's fantastic. And Chris, the way that they've been situational hitting for the last few weeks, like, this is stuff you see, I hate to say it, but from the Astros when they were cheating. Only the A's aren't cheating. They're just playing really, really good ball right now. Well, you know what? We just had the author on of um, uh, Andy Martino, I think it was, who just did the book. From He's from SNY, New York. He just did the book Cheaters. And it's funny that the Astros actually tried, as they're cheating, and the A's are complaining to Major League Baseball, they tried to accuse the A's of cheating. Which, let me tell you something, <laughs> through that concrete at the Coliseum, there's no way that's happening at the Coliseum that nope. you're able to do that. That just shows what dirtbags they really are at heart. Well, that's this world we're living in. You get accused of something, you blame everybody else. Yeah, I know. Chris, keep calling. We appreciate it. Yeah, I love it, man. Keep on cheering for the green and gold. Thank you very much. Let's go to Andrew, who are you in Weeds, California? Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. Well, I just passed weed. I'm on a road trip. Enjoyed the game today on the road. I mean, you can't beat it. Like, listen to the guys. I mean, I love Ken Korak forever, one of my favorite people on the planet. But what a game. I mean, I got to be honest. I was at a game. We lost the Astros day game. Tony Kemp hit his first home run that day. And I, from that moment on, have become the biggest Tony Kemp fan. I'm so happy for the guy. I, like, followed his journey, read about him, follow him, follow him on the social media and stuff. Super cool guy. Got a lot of interesting things about him. His uh, social justice stuff as well. I mean, I'm just happy he's part of the team. And really enjoy watching him and love seeing him succeed. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he's really come into his own at 29 years old. And the way he has played for the A's, it's just 
he, he, you know, they always say the players make the lineup. He has earned the right to be in there every single day. He brings so much. He gets on base. He's getting hits. He plays good defense, whether you put him in left or you put him in second base. And he's so fast and athletic. I mean, it, it's been a pleasure to watch him play. No doubt. I mean, and I, I saw something recently about someone giving him a hard time. I think it was Reddick giving him a hard time about sliding at home on a first to home, which is like become Tony's thing, I guess. And I was like, really? You're going to give a guy a hard time for loving the game and sliding hard? He's just a gamer. There's a lot of guys we've had over the years in the A's that are gamers, you know, like Donaldson, Brett Laurie, people that really try hard. And he's, he reminds me of that. Obviously, Ramon as well right now. So good to have him back. But I just think he fits into the culture of the A's super well. And I don't know. It just makes me super happy to see him succeed. Now, great call. Enjoy your road trip. Yeah, thanks. I'll be listening. Go Thank ahead. you. You know, the A's have a lot of smart guys. And you might go, well, wait, wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, they got a lot of, I mean, look at it. Tony Kemp, he went to Vanderbilt. It's not easy to get into Vanderbilt. They call it, the, as Tony said on A's Cast Live when we had him on, they call it the factory because they become a college baseball power in the SEC. You know, Van, Vanderbilt's not doing a whole lot. I mean, Put it this way, Alabama football is not scared of Vanderbilt. <laughs> They're not afraid. But when it comes to baseball, Vanderbilt's pumping out a ton of great players. But it's a, it's a wonderful university. I mean, look at where all these guys went to school. Jed Lowry went to Stanford. God knows we've talked so much about all the guys at Cal. Got a lot of smart guys on this team that are pretty good athletes, too. And for us in the media, it's fantastic from a standpoint of everybody, they're all good talkers. You really get some thoughtful answers when you have someone like we just had Matt Chapman on, or you have Matt Olson, or you have Mark Canna, or you have Tony Kemp. You're going to get really good answers. And that's like when we play some of these Zoom calls that we're still in the Zoom world, I mean, some of them are like seven minutes, eight minutes long because these guys give really good answers, and they're thoughtful. And it's one of the reasons why this is such a close group. They care so much about each other, and they play for each other. Yeah, but Tony Kemp, I mean, was he 5'6", like a buck 60, something? Let me check. Yeah, he's 5'6", 160, and he's killing it right now. He's got a 392 on base percentage for an 809 OPS. You know what happens when you have an 809 OPS? You got to play every day. All right, coming up next, we'll continue with your phone calls at 833-625-2278. And, Robert, who does Vince have? Oh, he's got Tony Kemp next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Junior Mints Minis have the same great dark chocolate and mint flavor combination that you love with Junior Mints. The only difference is that Junior Mints Minis are made with 30% more chocolate than regular Junior Mints. This makes them perfect for snacking. Made for today's consumer, real dark chocolate and peppermint, no artificial colors, peanut, tree nut, and gluten-free. Junior Mints Minis, a snackalicious way to enjoy chocolate. 
driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. Okay, three dozen by tomorrow morning. Yeah, the roses and the Faraz's flower shop is blooming. To keep up with high demand, he must strengthen his business's roots. Uh, just, just one second. Faraz's flowers, uh, hold please. Hi, how are you doing? Welcome to Faraz's. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Unlock offers and receive exclusive in-game features by downloading the MLB Ballpark app for iPhone and Android today. Plus, get the latest information on game times, schedules, and more. This is A's Clubhouse. And Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse show. So for home games, they send us post-game notes. Well, we used to get it a paper copy, but life's changed, obviously. How about this? Cole Irvin making his 14th start of the season. The A's are the first team in Major League Baseball with four pitchers to have at least 14 or more starts. That's how you win. When you're rolling out the same guys every five days and they give you strong outings, that's how you win. That's how you're 43 and 27. That's how you're 16 games over 500. And how about the Matt Olson show? I mean, can somebody just get him a flight? Mickey Morabito, can you get him a flight to Colorado for God's sakes? He extended his hitting streak to five games. He's batting 431, 12, run, 12 runs, four doubles, five home runs, and 16 RBIs in 14 games in June. That's what All-Stars do. Here is Vince Catronio, and we're going to get to your calls. I'm going to get to everybody. I know we're, we're fully lit. But here is Vince Catronio with Tony Kemp. Quite a homestand for the Athletics, 8-1 as they win today, 8-4, to four, complete the sweep of the Angels. They've won six straight. Tony Kemp joining us. Ho-hum, a couple of runs scored, a base hit, helping break the 4-4 tie. And we'll get to that, Tony, that great six-run inning. But what did it mean today, the energy and certainly the, the style of play that Ramon Laureano brought to the club? Yeah, he's a, he's a presence, and, you know, uh, we obviously missed him. And just seeing the fire that he brings every day is, you know, it's one of those things that once he gets back and – you know, he didn't even want to go on a rehab, a rehab assignment. He wanted to get, hop right back in. And uh, if you guys could see what he was doing off the field, he's, uh, he's standing on bullpens, making sure that his timing's good. He comes back, hits a home run, just like he never missed a beat. So Bob Melvin always talks about 
the main part of the A's offensive personality is the long ball. You're in the top three in the league, and that certainly makes sense. But today, eight runs, ten hits, no home runs. Uh, diagnosed the way that seventh inning when everybody kept the line moving and you eventually got up there in a tie ball game and, and uh, gave the A's the lead. Yeah, just being able to stand in on there on a, on a slider against a tough lefty and just try to shoot the ball to the outfield. And uh, luckily, it, it landed for, for an RBI. But, uh, you know, can't say enough about what this team has been doing, especially this homestand, uh, passing the baton to each guy. Uh, you know, everybody's locked in. I, I could tell you it was going to be a good day once we got to the field. Everybody was feeling good. Um, there's a lot of energy in the clubhouse today, and we all knew it was going to be good. So it's going to be nice to get this off day and go to New York. What does it mean for you, Tony? You're a guy that's been a, a part-time player. You're getting a full-time role right now, and you are delivering in a variety of ways, both in the field and at the plate, to feel like that you are an integral part. You're not just a guy that's sticking a finger in the dike for a couple of three days that you really feel like uh, I'm in a good run right now. Yeah, I think honestly the turning point is when Bob Melvin uh, called me in his office and he said that my playing time was going to go up uh, just because of the production that I was bringing. And uh, he just told me to be comfortable in my own skin. And uh, honestly, I just, you know, gave me a lot more confidence to just be myself and be the player that I know that I can be. Is this the best you played in the big leagues? Uh, <laughs> pretty close? Pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. I, I, I'm feeling good right now, and I think that. Uh, you know, being able to be a part of this atmosphere, uh, you know, people ask me what the clubhouse like, what this team's like. I said, man, it honestly reminds me a lot of college, uh, college baseball. You know, everyone plays for each other. No one's an eye guy. Everybody plays for each other, and uh, that makes the game a lot easier. And then finally, as you go on a 10-game road trip starting Friday in New York against the Yankees, what are your thoughts about that series and what the A's can bring to the table with what seems like a variety of ways, athletic? running the bases, great pitching, and also you've got home runs as you take on the Bronx Bombers. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun series. Uh, I think everyone's definitely looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I think the good part about our team is uh, we have a great uh, record on the road because, you know, once we get on the road, more guys are able to hang out in rooms, be together. Uh, like I said, this camaraderie is at an all-time high, and uh, it's definitely one of the best teams I've played on in the big leagues. Safe travels. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Tony Kemp joining us. Tony, his days win it by an 8-4 final. Back to you. A day off in New York City? Are you kidding me? Oh. New York's back open, by the way. They've opened it up. Have fun, boys. I mean, the food and New York's awesome. I actually did a pub crawl in New York where every place we went to opened up either like in like like 1920 or earlier. I was in one place that was open like at 18-something. It was like, it was incredible. A pub crawl in New York. Doesn't get any better. Stu, leaving the game. Stu, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Great day at the ball yard again. Great love of bring the broom and get a sweep. Great homestand. Townie, it's great to be alive and be an A's fan. Fantastic. I couldn't agree more. It is great to be alive. It is great to be at the ballpark again. And and once again, this group of players, they're proving once again how good they are. This is the fourth straight year where this core is coming together and the window of opportunity is now. Anybody that doesn't realize how good the A's are just aren't paying attention or they're reading the San Francisco Chronicle. I don't know. I can't explain it. Tony, 
I see these guys online. They're saying we need to do this. We need to trade for this guy. We need to get help here. There's only two things that the A's need, Townie. Can I tell you what they are? I'm all ears. One, Dave Cavill, bring back the malts. There's no malts in the stands. And two, we need an old-timers game. Townie, help me out here. Okay, first of all, malts. When, I, I I've never had I've been I mean I've been I, I've been to a bazillion A's games I've never had a malt where was their malts? Malt the guys running through Coliseum Classic the, the I've been having malts at the A's games since 1977 Townie the guy it's a hot day the guys saying malt you grab a malt the A's score a bunch of runs they've done away with malts I don't know if it's a COVID thing or what the wooden spoon and the malt oh. love it. Love it. Well, hey, how about root beer float day? Is there any better day than root beer float day? There's no that that is the day I will walk out of there. I weigh an extra twenty pounds when I leave the game. Love root beer float day. Oh, they'll, you know they'll they'll, they'll bring malt. they bring it up to the press box, and it's like you oh, forget you forget just oh, it's this simple, root beer and vanilla ice cream, and you forget how good it tastes. It's incredible. You cannot beat that. No. We need malts back. We need an old-timers game, County. I, I'm in. I mean, I think it would be awesome. I, I, You know what? Let me work on it, Stu. Work on it, County. Do your magic. Do your magic. I, I'll da- you know what? Hell, Dallas Braden could throw nine innings. He's throwing Dallas nine. Dallas Braden will go out there. Not only that, he'll probably bring out the stick and get a couple knocks. I did. There the, are so many guys that A's fans would love to see again. Let me see Jason Giambi out there. Don't oh. tell me Conseco would not just go out there and just hit a bomb. Ricky, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah that'd be Corey awesome. Lansford would flip one in the left field like he wrote. I can't wait for this to happen. Tony, make it happen. Thank you, Stu. I will try. Yeah, that would be cool, right? Seeing Dave Stewart back on the mound. Maybe get Eck. I want it. Ray Fossey, if you're listening, text me. Would you take an at-bat? How about seeing Ray Fossey in uniform again? How great would that be? Get Reggie Jackson. Come on, an old-timers game? Yeah, and you could bring back, I mean, hey, last time I saw any of the the big three, they're all still in great shape. You can't tell me Barry Zito can't go out there and flip some curveballs up there. Huddy's in great shape. Huddy's throwing. I mean, Huddy's coaching at Auburn, so he's our, I guarantee he's throwing all the time. Mulder could get out of bed and give you innings. Chavi taking some at-bats, and you know Conseco would show up. You give Jose. That, you know the funny thing about Jose? When it's all said and done, he really loves playing. That's why he's played in all these weird leagues and done softball and Oh, I loved Conseco when I was in high school. Conseco was the man. He was a star. Think about that. Conseco was a star. If you were a high school baseball player in the late 80s, you loved Jose Conseco. Do you remember the All-Star game in Chicago when the person was hanging out uh, in right field and the person was hanging out that window? Hit it here, Jose. In Chicago, Conseco was, I mean, he was, a, he was a rock star. The guy, they got paparazzi following him around in New York coming out of Madonna's apartment. That's how big he was. Paparazzi cared about him. 
And, I, and you know what? Whatever you think about him, it was an honor when they did that documentary and I got to host it in Concord and I got to hang out with Jose. I was kind of a fanboy, I got to admit, because I was like, Jose, when I was in high school, you were the I mean, I loved watching you play. Remember, Jose Canseco just didn't hit for power. Jose Canseco actually had, wait for it, I know it's a dinosaur, a two-strike approach. Let's go to Aaron leaving the game. Aaron, you're now on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Uh, you know, it was just great to get an A's win on my birthday. And, um, you know, to your point about Irvin on the mound, I, these guys can put up runs, man. And, you know, down four in the, in the game early, it's like, it's no worry. I know these guys are going to score runs. And these guys are big leaguers. They're, 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 they're professionals, you know, they, they train for this, you know what I mean? And this is day in, day out. This is what they do. They've been putting up a bunch of runs, and it's just like you go down three, you go down four early in the end, you know you're not out of it. And that, and that when you got a, when you got a team that can put it and do it in a variety of ways, it could be the long ball one day, it could be a base, and we saw it all today, base hit approach. Uh, I've, <laughs> with Tony, you know, trying to lay down a suicide squeeze. I ain't seen the A's do that ever. And this team can do it all. They got guys that can just do it all, and that is a scary approach. I don't care what team you are. I don't care what league you're in. This is scary. You do not want to play the Oakland A's. When you come to town or when, you're, when they're coming to town and they got that lineup card circled, you do not want to play these guys because they can beat you one through nine. They can do it with pitching. They can do it with power. They can do it with contact. They can do it with speed. They do it with defense every day, day in, day out. These guys are just – I've never seen an A's team play like this, and it is just fun to watch. No doubt. Thank you for the phone call. And I've just gotten the text from the face of the franchise. Ray Fossey said he will hit in an old-timers game. But he then says, will you run for me? Wow, I don't know if I want to be out there running. Maybe, you know what we should get? Adam Rosales to run for Ray Fossey. Let Fossey hit, and then as soon as Fossey hits it, Adam Rosales. Adam, hey, Rosales would play. Think about all that. Bobby Crosby's still with the organization. We could have an incredible old-timers game. Joe Rudy's in great shape. How about, you know, something I learned during the pandemic when we were airing, or NBC Sports California was airing, because you got to remember, I'm not that old. So I was born in 72. So it's always funny when it, when older A's fans go, Townie, remember the 70s? I'm like, yeah, I wish I was with you, man, but no, I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember the A's. I don't remember the Big Red Machine. I was, just, I was a baby. Watching Raleigh Fingers in his prime in those in – those, games Raleigh was nasty that slider and I remember interviewing Raleigh where he talked about he didn't lift weights but what he did was he he swam laps he had a rub, rubber arm threw hard and had a ton of movement and that slider to a right-handed hitter was what they call a wipeout slider how good would it be to see Raleigh fingers with the mustache back on the mound that would be incredible. The number, 833-625-2278. If you're listening to a radio station and they're leaving us, shame on them, but you go to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast. Or 
Download the iHeartRadio app, and you can listen there. A's sweep the Angels. See you later, Rowley Monkey. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Ask Sherwin-Williams and get your color your way. We've made it easier than ever to try and buy color. Preview paint colors in your home with our Color Snap app. Then visit swsamples.com to have color chips delivered to your door for free. Or order some peel and stick samples to try on your wall. When you're ready to paint, shop online or stop by your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store and get everything you need. This Father's Day, visit Boot Barn for quality gifts and personalized services. Gifts range from durable suede jackets to premium exotic cowboy boots, iconic western shirts, heavy-duty jeans, and work boots. We provide local same-day gift delivery with gift wrapping and a cart included. You can enjoy in-store pickup with $20 off your next order, and our team of experts can help guide you as you shop when you visit your local Boot Barn. In the front, we'll take out that tree, install a new fence. You're gonna call 811, right? Isn't that just for excavators? No, dude. Calling 811 is for excavators, homeowners, contractors, anyone. Natural gas lines and other utilities can be buried anywhere. Call 811 two working days before any digging project to get all underground lines marked for free. Thanks, deep-voiced narrator. You're welcome, dude. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. I just had a buddy text me. Can you imagine an old-timers game and Mark McGuire showed up? Imagine Big Mac hitting a home run at the Coliseum again. The guy who's hit the most home runs in Oakland A's history. I mean, last time we saw Giambi, Giambi, Giambi looked in pretty good shape. And he's still a big dude. Maybe I'll get on the mound and pitch to Giambi and he can hit another home run off me as Giambi took me deep in college and the ball went like 600 feet. It was incredible. Uh, let's go to Chandler in Dublin. Chandler, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I just wanted to talk about Tony Kemp. Uh, I thought he did a really good job today, and, and we've just seen repeat performance after repeat performance from this guy. And It's one thing that, that A's, leads to the A's success, I think, because uh, of the depth of the roster. When you look at any roster in any sport, 
the, the teams that have depth go the farthest in the postseason. And I, especially when you have the, uh, you know, the games that are from June moving into July in the middle of the season, uh, you may have guys go down with injuries. Guys like Tony Kemp and Sean Pinder can jump in. And uh, when we don't have injuries, they guys days off. And uh, that's one thing the A's don't have because you see Mike Trout go down with an injury and, uh, and they want Otani to do it all by himself. But Otani is just one guy and you got to have some other people step up to the plate sometimes. You know, Tori Lavello, the manager of the D-backs, friend of the program, and just hope he gets a win suit on the road. I hope he beats the Giants today. He talked about, yeah, the, the A's have their core players, but it does feel like t- at times the A's could have like almost two different lineups, like two different rosters with the way they go about having that kind of depth, right? Like like you think about it, like you're going to have your standard guys. We're going to have Chapman and Olsen and, and, and Loriano and Canna. But they can really mix and match and do a lot of different things at DH and second base and right field. And that makes you a very deadly lineup. And that's what the A's have, as you said, depth. And so if somebody does get hurt, it's now not panic time because, you know what, I hate to say it and I hate this line, but it's true. It's like the next man up mentality. Somebody's got to step up because guys will get hurt. Guys are going to go on the I.L., and you just got to be able to absorb it. And Tony Kemp, and I'll give you another horrible cliche. I mean, we just did top top ten cliches on A's Cast Live. We played Family Feud. But when you say he's a baseball player, well, Tony Kemp is that cliche because he can play multiple positions. He puts the bat on the ball. He gets on base. He's super athletic and can run like the wind. He does everything you want in a guy to do his role. And being versatile will keep you in this game and make you a lot of money. Absolutely. It's a great problem to have. Uh, I look forward to the A's pushing it deep in October. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. And you know they're going to make moves. That's what Billy and David do. I'm still like, I I haven't checked what he's done in the last few days, but, man, I would love Nelson Cruz. Get that big bat in there at DH. And when you talk about a guy who, who the DH role fits him like a glove. I'm showing up four to five times a game, and I'm swinging with bad intentions. I would dig that. By the way, uh, my producer, the commander, has just texted me. This is a great one. Who wouldn't want to see Mark Kotze not only hit in the old-timers game, but also pitch. Now, a lot of you may not know. You can argue that Mark Kotze is the greatest college baseball player of all time. Won the Golden Spikes Award. He played center field at Cal State Fullerton. And he'd get four hits off of you. Then he'd come in the ninth and blow you away with like 97 as a closer. Mark Kotze could have been, I don't think he would have been as good as Shohei Otani. But I think Marcotze could have got outs. He wouldn't have started. He would have been a reliever. But Kotze was legit as an offensive player. He was legit as a pitcher. I mean, is his stuff, was Kotze's stuff any different than what Jesus Lazardo's throwing out there? No. Let's go to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Good afternoon, Jesse. Tony, I love the idea of an old-timers game. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I think it'd be I, – I, I'm. the more I think about it, I think it's totally doable. I mean, 
wouldn't it be perfect to do it against the Giants and get their old guys, get get Will Clark and the Boogie Bear back out there? <laughs> get Kevin. Where is Kevin Mitchell these days? I don't know, but he's probably having a good time wherever he is. Because you you heard the story about the '86 World Series when he came up in the ninth inning and he got a hit in that inning. But just moments before, when he thought the game was over, he was drinking beer in the clubhouse. <laughs> I've actually interviewed Love Bear. I, I've interviewed him before, and uh, we went to rival high schools. He went to Lincoln High School. I went to Crawford High School in San Diego. So I had a good time uh, interviewing Kevin Mitchell. He was obviously older than I was. But, yeah, I mean, think about it. You could have Matt Williams play for the Giants, even though he was a former A's coach. Uh, Robbie Thompson. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we could find all those guys. That would be, you know, that would be really cool. Old school Giants against old school A's. Oh, that would be good. The only suspense would be who would uh, Vita play for? Oh, Vita's playing for the A's. Damn, where he better. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, Vita, where'd you win your side? Where'd you win? You know, where'd you, where'd you win the, you know, all your awards, your your World Series? Vita's playing for the A's. Yeah, but who's putting more money in his pocket the last 20 years? That's a great, that is a, a very good point. So maybe Vita will be playing for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Reggie Jackson is a big old Yankee all of a sudden. You know, hey, you know, cash rules everything. But uh, one of the things I would love to see is Conseco and McGuire together, but I don't think that's going to happen, Townie. I just don't think those but two guys. But wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that, what, yeah, just to see those two in the on-deck circle with Giambi behind them? You're going three, four, five. Oh, man. It would. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, speaking of the 89 team, there's a guy on this team that reminds me of uh, a guy from that team, Tony Phillips, um, you know, was a guy who could play all over the place and was invaluable, actually got the last put out in the 89 World Series. God rest his soul. I miss yeah. Tony Phillips a lot. Um, Tony Kemp reminds me of him. You know, he really does. Um, you know, the athleticism, uh, he shows the athleticism uh, in the outfield. He shows it in the infield. He shows it on the base path. You know, he's definitely got um, one of those arms that you know, Tony Phillips had. You know, I look forward to seeing more of Tony Kemp. I'm glad to hear that Bo Mel t- pulled him into the office and was like, hey, you're going to be pay- uh, playing more. You know, you're going to get more playing time. I'm happy to hear that because I liked him when we got him you know i know he was struggling before he came to the a's but now that he's on the a's um and now that he's getting playing time i'm happy to see him flourishing and growing because people don't recognize tony phillips was one of the key members of that late 80s A's team he really was and tony kemp could be as impactful as tony phillips was on that team Tony Phillips was a tremendous player, and it makes me think of another guy that I would like to see because as a person in this game, he's one of my favorite, Mike Gallego, who is leaving town with the Angels. But I'd love to see Gags get back out there. Gags could go out there and pick it. Bring me some Walt Weiss, too. <laughs> Walter Weiss. <laughs> go, get John, go get Ron Hassey in here. <laughs> oh, my God. Ter- can, can, can Terry Steinbach get behind the dish? Ramon Hernandez? Oh, yeah. You know, um, T-Long, bring him. Don't forget the early 2000s, Tony. We need some T-Long. We need some Jermaine Dye from, from uh, 
Woodsy, what was it, Wilsey Wood High School in Vacaville? Hey, hey, can we borrow Kurt Suzuki from the Angels and put him behind the dish? I'm a little tired of Kurt Suzuki. I'm not happy with what he did last time the A's were in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, that was a, a little bush. A, 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 he, he uh, just to let you know behind the scenes, he contacted Bob Melvin and said, Bob, tell Mark Canna I respect him. I just had to do my catcher thing. There's something about okay. catchers and they got to, you know, it's, it's what catchers are. The catchers are a whole different breed. They're different types okay. of guys, and they feel they got to protect people and all that. But uh, Kurt Suzuki really, uh, as Mickey Mickey Morabito said after that, he goes, "Kurt Suzuki's the sweet one of the sweetest guys that's ever put on an A's uniform." Yeah, okay, you sold me. He can be on the team. But one last thing, um, Nelson Cruz, you shouldn't be talking about Nelson Cruz when I'm out in public because then i got to untuck my shirt because I get a little too excited. You, you, uh, you know what I mean, Tony. The idea of Nelson Cruz batting in this lineup oh. with the weight, Matt Olson is hitting to all fields right now, okay? Matt Chapman is hitting to all fields right now. Okay, they're going opposite field and they're pulling the ball. That makes them less pitchable. One of the things that always scares me about good hitters is when they're pitchable. When 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 you're facing a legit bat and 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 you know that there's not a weakness and they can attack you to any field, that is scary for other pitchers. That's scary for me as a fan. You know, I hate facing guys like that. We all know when Michael Brantley is at the plate, when David Fletcher is at the plate, that it's dangerous when runners are on base. (laughs) Now it's dangerous when Olsen is at the plate. The very dangerous Matt Olsen. That's what he is now. He's not a one-dimensional guy. You add Nelson Cruz to that, you can win the World Series. But the question is, and look, I I hope the answer is yes, do the A's want to win the World Series? Let me ask you a question. What do you think – so you get to see Fletcher play against the A's. What do you think his OPS is? I mean, he doesn't really hit for power, but I guarantee you his batting average is probably up around 375. His OPS – well, his batting average is 273. His OPS – No, no, just overall it's 273 after going one for three today. He's okay. got he's got a 623 OPS, which is not good, but against the A's, he seems like he's the greatest play. I mean, he he feels like it's Tony Gwynn or Wade Boggs. I mean, you can't get this guy out. It's a it, it, it's amazing how certain players against certain franchises they just go nuts. This is a number nine hitter. He's the other than Otani, he's the scariest guy or Otani or Trout when Trout's healthy. He's the scariest guy. Fletcher's the scariest guy in the lineup. You can't get him out. Well, they can't beat us, though. I mean, who cares? Look, the, the thing that scares me about Mike Trout is that he can put the ball over the wall anytime he wants to. There's only two hitters. Two, there's only two. And Barry Bonds is one, and we see him at that old-timers game, too, uh, looking skinny. Uh, but oh, Barry. <laughs> let me tell you something. Barry Bonds, when he would come up, Back in those early 2000s, those steroid days, I would count the batters, okay? If he would bat in, like, the seventh, I would be like, okay, if we get everybody out, we don't have to face him again. There's only one ever, and if anybody got on base, I would go, damn it, Bonds is going to bat again. You know, it would be that, like, that intense about 
how many at-bats does this guy get, okay? Only one other guy has ever scared me like that, and that's Mike Trout, okay? The ultimate respect, where you're literally praying he doesn't come up again. Mike Trout and Barry Bonds, the two, the two scariest uh, opposing batters I've ever, you know, saw the ace face. Those guys scared me. That's the ultimate respect I can pay to Mike Trout to put him <clears throat> in that, in that uh, level. Yeah, they're, they're uh, super Barry, as I like to call him, because Barry, without steroids, was already a three-time MVP and on his way to the Hall of Fame. Then you give him steroids, and he became super Barry. He was but they, it, he, he's, he, he, he literally, at that point, other than Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, Barry, the, I mean, to put up those type of numbers, when you actually, like, look into the numbers, when you're taking the power – and on base percentage and the bazillion intentional walks, the fact that he's getting one pitch a game and that one pitch he's hitting it out, Super Barry, I don't care what anyone says, that, you know, steroids or not, he was the best player we have ever seen. It's, it's not deniable. The numbers, the numbers bear it out. Super Barry was unstoppable. Un, no doubt, and you know that's. But yeah, I'm not scared of Darren Fletcher. David Fletcher. I mean, he's a good hitter. It's annoying. He's, he's sca- annoying. He's petty. He scares me. That little guy gets oh, up there on. and he scares me. <laughs> he gets singles. So he can get all. He can get all the singles he wants. Now you bat Mike Trout behind him. Now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, Mike Trout you know? comes up. It's like every single time. I appreciate the phone call, Jesse. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a Barry Bond story. I was doing uh, – I was on KMBR at the time. It was the last game of the season. And we actually just started the war. And bombs are going off, shocking off. You remember that time. And I'm at – what was it called at that point? Was it Pac Bell Park or SBC Global, whatever the hell it was, over in San Francisco. And Bonds had broken the record on Friday night and he comes up to the plate against the nut, nut, knuckleballer Springer, and he hits a home run. I was standing behind the plate. I go, I'm watching a guy rounding the bases who just hit his 73rd home run. I was just like, this is just incre- I mean, it's incredible and stupid at the same time because you knew this isn't right. Fast forward to my last year at 95-7 the game. So 2018, we're in Burlingame. It's on a sales call. And if you know downtown Burlingame, a lot of the restaurants have tables out on the sidewalk. They have those big sidewalks. So I'm sitting there on a sa- at a sales call with the head of sales and two people were trying to get to be sponsors. And we're having lunch. And all of a sudden, I look out my right eye, and I look over, and coming down the street, and no one pays attention, it's Barry Bonds. But it's not the Barry we last saw. It's the Barry Bonds who looks like Barry Bonds back when he was a pirate. Lost all the weight, head smaller. He's a cyclist now is what they like to say. But, yeah, I saw, and no one even noticed him. The all-time home run leader. The guy who's got seven MVPs walking down the street in Burlingame and no one even noticed him. Wow. It's an interesting world, isn't it? 
The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll take your phone calls, and we'll hear, hear from Bob Melvin next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Only T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to help businesses realize new possibilities like our WFX solutions enabled by our nationwide 5G network that help teams stay connected and productive where work happens. We also provide an award-winning customer experience and first-class benefits with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. In the front, we'll take out that tree, install a new fence. You're going to call 811, right? Isn't that just for excavators? No, dude. Calling 811 is for excavators, homeowners, contractors, anyone. Natural gas lines and other utilities can be buried anywhere. Call 811 two working days before any digging project to get all underground lines marked for free. Thanks, deep-voiced narrator. You're welcome, dude. Brought to you by Southwest Gas. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Please stay safe. That's athletics.com resources. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right, young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. 
Your miles go further with the Capital One Venture Card. With Venture, you earn miles that you can actually use for more than just air travel. Right now, you can earn 100,000 bonus miles redeemable for vacation rentals, car rentals, and more when you spend $20,000 in the first year with the Capital One Venture Card. What's in your wallet? Limited time offer. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. DQ presents, picture this, picture the Girl Scout Thin Mints Blizzard. You see two iconic treats blending together in a mesmerizing swirl of pieces of Thin Mints cookies, cool mint and world famous DQ soft serve. You smile the biggest smile you've ever smiled. It's a double smile because your two favorites, DQ and Girl Scout Thin Mints, are together in one delicious treat. And the only reason you stop smiling is so you can start eating. The Girl Scout Thin Mints Blizzard, exclusively at DQ. Get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ, happy tastes good. No matter what's ahead, you count on family. And Northern California families count on Honda. Fuel efficient with high-tech safety features like Honda Sensing and Apple CarPlay. Plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next. Right now, get an exceptional deal on a new Accord at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Around here, people count on two things, family and Honda. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. I've been telling you, we're a global brand. We've been to Vegas. We've been to Virginia. Now we head to North Carolina. Tom, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. How's it going today? What's going on in North Carolina? Well, it's actually kind of nice. Usually this time of the year, it's uh, miserably hot and humid, but... There's been no humidity, and it's actually kind of felt like the uh, East Bay a little bit today, so it was nice. I got to get out there to play golf. You guys, between North Carolina and South Carolina, you guys got so much good golf, it's unbelievable. Yeah, definitely. I I haven't golfed in a long time, but, yeah, man, some of the golf out there is amazing, especially by the the Atlantic. But, look, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, First of all, the old-timers game is a great idea. I would fly out to California just to watch that. <laughs> I, I think we I could, could sell it out. If I could see play first base, I would, oh. I would absolutely lose my mind. I, th- I think we could sell it out. I, I, the, the more, I mean, I can't. Ever since we brought this up, my phone's blowing up. Everybody's texting me going, this is great. Have this guy play. Have this guy play. I mean, come on. If you had Hudson, Mulder, and Zito back? I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want that? Oh, that would be insane. Right? Could, get, could you I, imagine Zito pitching McGuire? Oh. Get Houston Street back. I mean, you think about oh, all Billy Koch. I mean, you think about all the guys that you could bring back. It would be crazy. That would be amazing. But the purpose for this call was actually to thank you and, and everybody else that does A's cast because uh, – I've been listening to the podcast ever since they came on. I, I download them daily, and, and I also stream off your website. And I, for me, being a Bay Area guy, and I've been on the East Coast for 20 years, but it is just, it's like a lifeline back to home and, and back to the A's and, and everything that I grew up with. So I just wanted to thank you and Commander Cody and, and everybody else that's involved because – it's a great product. I listen to it daily. I rely on it for my sanity, even in the off season. And uh, and I just you know, that's just all I wanted to say. Well, hey, thank you very much for the kind words. I truly appreciate that. And make sure you're a regular caller. I'll be sure to do that. Thank you very much, Tom. 
Yeah, I mean, what we've done here on AceCast is really special. And if you, you know, if you're inside the company, you know, if it's not, you know, the commander, Cody, and Joey Libatori, those are the guys that make it all happen. I'm just the guy that shows up. Those are the guys that have made AceCast what it is. Wink, wink. Uh, commander has actually texted me, will Billy Bean play in the game? Ooh. Can we get Brad Pitt to play in the game? Can you imagine Brad Pitt? Hey, Brad, you want to come play in the old-timers game? Can you imagine if you get Brad Pitt to show up to the Coliseum? <laughs> this is getting really good. I mean, getting creative. Dave Cavill, we might need to talk about this. I mean, this could be a huge – you want to talk about a reopening and getting everybody fired up to get back into the Coliseum? Brad Pitt and Billy Bean in the same lineup in the old-timers game. Oh, God, that would be so good. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, how are you? Tony, we're hot down here, brother. I don't know what's hotter, this uh, Central Coast weather or the Oakland A's. It's 106 in no. San Luis Obispo. In San Luis Obispo? It's 105 at Avila Beach. Wow. Last time I was down yeah. there, it was like 65 and foggy. I'm telling you, there's no air conditioning down here, and people are freaking out. Like, we, we're not used to this kind of madness. So, like I said, I don't know what's hotter, our weather or the Oakland A's, man. It's a, it's a good time to be locked in the house watching the A's, let me tell you. I mean, that's actually pretty shocking to be on the water and that hot. That normally does not happen. Not down. We, we had a heat, uh, kind of a heat wave last year. It got, you know, 99, 100, and, and that's that's even freakish, but. You know, to be up in the 105, 106, you know, I thought it was 120 in Palm Springs today. So, you know, California, you know, it's down south it's getting hit hard. It's, it's hot, but let me tell you, nobody's hotter than the A's, brother. Nobody's hotter than the A's. The only thing we have to worry about at this point is tomorrow when I'm at Disneyland with my kids that it's not 100. That's the only thing we need to worry about. Well, it's that excessive heat warning for Southern California, brother, so you better uh, – you better be on your, your P's and Q's and stay hydrated because I think it's going to be hot in L.A. tomorrow. Hey, how about this? In 14 games, the A's have outscored their opponent 87-46, to 46, and it's not because of the home run. How nice is that to see that? Well, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to call you today, Townie. I don't think I've been as excited this year as I was for that. I think it was that seventh inning where we just broke out and took the lead because, you know, doing it with, you know, singles and – you know, taking the extra base, you know, really good base running and two-strike hitting. I mean, this is what we have to do to be a, a quality playoff and a World Series contender. It can't just be the long ball. And the A's are finally starting to show that we can put runs together. We can scrap it out offensively without the long ball. And, and I'm telling you, Tony, that's the only way this team's going to win in the playoffs. It's the only chance we got at being a World Series, a legit World Series contender is if we don't rely so heavily on the long ball. The long ball is always going to be there. we got guys that can knock it out of the yard. I think we all know that. But for the A's to be effective and to be a real, real, real playoff team, this is how we got to play. And, you know, we've touched on Tony Kemp. You know, look at Chad Pender today. I mean, what a, what, I mean, what guts Chad Pender has after taking one off the neck and he pinched this today and gets two knocks. I mean, Matt Olson, he's proven to be the superstar of this club. You know, this is what we got to do to win, Townie, in the postseason. This is it. Hey, can I ask you a question about uh, the postseason and hitting home runs? Can I ask you a question? 
Yes, please. What ball are we going to be using in the postseason? <laughs> right? In the famous words of Chris Townsend, that's above my pay grade. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, well, you can't rely on home runs. Well, what ball are we going to be? I mean, that's kind of the sad thing about our sport. But, I mean, it, it, do you remember that series down in Los Angeles? <laughs> I mean, oh. it was home run derby oh. between the A's and the Astros. So, you know, when you say that – you need to do other than hit home runs. Well, okay, but are we going to be using the juice ball again once we get to postseason time? Are, are guys not able to put anything on the ball? Is it going to be easier to hit? There's a lot of different factors when you really think about it when you're when you're going to head to postseason. I, I just think that that being the reliance too heavy on, on the on the home run. It's just it's not a recipe. I know we talk about, and I know you argue with Commander Cody about batting averages. But if you really look at the great teams, and I've, ta- I've talked to you about this before, who the come on, the, the jump at me, the Astros and Dodgers, they have 300 hitters in the lineup. So I don't want to hear this. It's all 240 hitters and home runs. That ain't true. Teams that win the World Series, you know, as we've seen, the Astros and Dodgers, as I touched on, they got good quality hitters. They got guys that can, they can you know, they can, they can gap the baseball. They can, they can hit with two strikes. So I, I think there's really something to be said. You know, Matt Olson's hitting, what, 290 right now? I mean, that's. You know, Tony Kemp's average is up there. I think for the A's to win, it's got to be more than the home run, whether it's a juice ball or not. we got to be able to, to, to pick up, move guys over, sack fly guys. You know, that, that's just a recipe for winning, I think. And I, I think that might be an old-school mentality, but it's still a mentality that wins to this day. Yeah, there's no question. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, Matt Olson, three for four, hitting 297. I, I, I still just – baseball's a game of math. The better numbers you put up on a day-to-day basis, the numbers they judge you on, whatever the analytic is, will be better. The more you hit, the better your war will be. It's a simple – they're all – all these analytics, they're math equations. So the more you hit, base hits, doubles, home runs, your numbers are better. And that's where I, I can argue with anybody, and I'm going to win the argument. If I look at the guys in the history of this game who have the best wars, because that's what we want to focus on judging players of yesteryear to today, they all had a high batting average. That's why their wars are so high. So if you're Hank Aaron or you're Babe Ruth, or your Willie Mays, or your Stan Musial, or your Ted Williams, or whoever you are. You hit dingers, and you got a ton of extra base hits, but you also got a ton of hits. And that's why their wars are over 100. And that's why they are the greatest players of all time. You think, we just talked about Super Barry. You think Barry Bonds was hitting 220? Barry Bonds wasn't hitting 220. I mean, the great players, they're, 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 they're well-rounded. You think George Brett hit 220 or Paul Molitor or Dave Winfield or you want to go through all the great players of all time, the guys that are in the Hall of Fame? They're not hitting 220. I mean, look at some of the averages we see, we see today. It's just it's, it's gross. The great players do it all. Let's go to Roger in Berkeley. Roger, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris, you always ask how we're doing, and that's 
uh, great to hear that you're going to Disneyland tomorrow with the wife, the kids that's taking over uh, Anaheim. And that's just great that you're having a, a good summer, finally. I, and I will be wearing my A's mask tomorrow. I will be repping tomorrow at Disneyland. No, that's great to hear. I mean, it's going to be a it's going to be a blazer. But yeah. I actually called to talk about the cold weather of October baseball. You know, punching punching Judy, first to third. You know, running uh, Tony Kemp does it so well. First to home. Those are not stats that you can measure. Those are not analytics-driven stats. I, I'm a math head. I love all those things. But in in October, you got to play a little different in the Coliseum, that marine layer. It could be hot as all hell in the East Bay, and in that night, that marine layer hits. And, oh, my goodness, you can't get a fly ball out of there sometimes, and you have to play a different game. Tony Kemp, he's coming in handy. Chad Pinder, we got Mark Canna. We got some wheels on some guys. I know Bob Melvin doesn't play, you know, a sacrifice game. But Joe Madden does, and I like I sometimes like what he does with it with his squad. Well, I can tell you firsthand, being on the sidelines for Raider games in October, when that sun goes down, now it's going to depend on what your game time is. You know, where kickoff was at whatever one fifteen. By the time you got to the fourth quarter, and the sun was starting to drop, it got windy and cold. So, yeah, I mean, then you think about night games that, you know, Azo, I forgot what year was that, against the Yankees were, was that a night game, like 2002 or 2001? It was, it was really cold. So, yeah, I mean, depending on when, when first pitch is going to be, when you're in October, I mean, it's Bay Area usually is nice. We've always known that, that, you know, whether we're taught, you know, especially San Francisco where it's not warm during the summer, but, you know, it's nice in October, November. But you get later in the day, it gets chilly and it gets windy. You're right. No, completely. I mean, you know better than any of us. I mean, we don't have to tell any of the people. Like the guys, like Ray Fossey, he's been there for 50 years. I mean, he must get cold at night. I mean, and uh, shout out to Ray, always listening to the show, texting in. You know, the old-timers game for me, Chris, would be Mark Ellis, Jason Candle, you know, these guys early to the big three, Ricardo Rincon, the sidewinder, Chad Bradford, you know, the big boppers, John Jaha, Matt Stairs, Rubio DeRazzo. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm looking for late 30s to 40s, Chris. I'm not looking for 70s and 80s. and Yeah, 60s. well, us I'm, old I'm guys, excited. I'm thinking of Gene Tennis, and you're thinking of John Jaha. No, I need some guys who can still, you know, move around, Chris. I mean, come on, you know, you <laughs> You want all the guys. Adam Rosales can't run for everybody. Yeah. yeah you know, actually, he could, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he used to run on his home runs, and even after his first, what he still would run. And it's like, slow down. But he, he, couldn't, he couldn't do it. And I wanted to call about the early 90s Atlanta Braves. That's the team I grew up on. TBS, everybody had it. We didn't yeah. have all the cables, so we watched TBS. And these guys won one ring, and they made it to the finals. They made it to the the Eastern Finals. I know I'm using basketball terms, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They made it to a deep, and they never 
96, the Yankees won. 98, 99, 2000, the Yankees won. They stole the Marlins won in uh, 97 and then 2003. These guys kind of took some championships that should be in Atlanta right now. You know what, though? So, they won their division four, 14 straight years, and they got guys that are in the Baseball Hall of Fame. That was such a uh, demonstration of excellence under Bobby Cox, John Scherholtz. Uh, that Braves team, you're right, because, you know, other than your hometown teams, you know, you could watch TBS and you could watch Braves Braves games and you're watching and you knew you were watching greatness when you're watching Greg Maddox and Glavin and Smoltz and, you know, then Chipper Jones showed up and those teams were great. I, and even though they only won one, I'm never going to hate on those guys because they won more ball games than anybody and it was a – pleasure to watch them play and they did it in like two hours and 15 minutes it wasn't like they were playing three hours and 40 minutes they got in got it done and got out just excellence chris just utter yeah, excellence no it was like they built a dynasty and everybody loved to watch they played the game the right way and they had guys that stuck around for 10 years 15 years guys that were john smoltz willing to go to closer role when he could have been a starter on any team, you know, that kind of dedication and Bobby Cox getting thrown out. all So I, I just compare it to the A's. I don't want to be that team, Chris, where we're always getting there. Bob Melvin, we've never really gotten deep. We've won two uh, series in the last 20 years. We've never even gotten deep. I at least make some noise. At least, you know, they talk about that camaraderie. Tony Kemp was talking about it. We got good chemistry. We have good teams. It's like at some point the numbers – We've had so many chances. You keep throwing that dart at the board, it's got to stick one of these days, Chris. I am hoping. Thank you, Roger. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Let's go to the coach. Coach, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm wonderful. It's a beautiful day. The A's got a victory. It doesn't get any better than this. No, it's always good to talk to a fellow Spartan, I'll tell you that. I'm one of those old guys from the 70s that remember, you know, Holtzman and Hunter and Reggie and Raleigh. You were talking about Raleigh getting waved in today. Yeah, that would be a lot easier on on Todd Melvin if he's – Waving Raleigh into the game. Oh, if you could have Raleigh. I I, I seriously, (laughs) a coach, I've done it, and a lot of people will disagree with me. I can make a case that Raleigh Fingers is the greatest reliever of all time. And all of a sudden, people go, well, Mariano Rivera. I can make a case. (laughs) If you want to go, if if we care about the numbers, I can make a case that Raleigh is the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah. Mariano was a, a one-inning pitcher because he had one great pitch that no one could hit. But Raleigh could come in and pitch three, four, five, five innings. You know, I mean, he was be ready in the sixth inning on is what Dick Williams would tell him. You know, you're going to come in and finish it off. You know, it was a different different kind of way to play the game. Hey, coach, but, when he uh, was in Kansas City, and you you can read this in the book, The Last Dynasty, when he was in Kansas City, Raleigh Fingers pitched a complete game in spring training and i asked him about it he he didn't remember it but think about that 
Raleigh Fingers <laughs> Hall of Famer pitched a complete game in spring training. If that happened today, the pitching coach and the manager would both be fired on the spot. <laughs> that's for sure. Crazy. <laughs> yes, there'd be. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening today. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you have some. You have some great topics going on. Yeah, I definitely want Nelson Cruz hitting fourth behind uh, behind Ole. I think that would make a big difference uh. and. Old timers day'd be a lot of fun, but I, I want to do two other two other topics I want to throw out there. First, Chad Pinder, goodness gracious, the guy's hitting the head, and then he decides to come off the bench and and pound a single and keep the rally going, and then you know hit another you know another infield hit. What this guy is just nails. You know, in the playoffs last year, he was awesome. No moment is too big for this guy. You know, is, is the way, the way I feel. It, it's and it's it's not easy to be a, a reserve player like that. You know, well, he's never really had a chance to establish himself. And uh, boy, he's incredible, don't you think? Uh, no doubt about it. Because what you know, they they showed the highlight again today on television. And when you get hit in the back of the neck, and you go down, and your body's shaking like that, that's really wow. scary. That, that's really scary stuff. And that. That's what, you know, when you start talking about these pitchers are putting, you know, substances on the ball to get a better grip, that's kind of where you go, you know, as a hitter, don't I want the pitcher to have confidence and the best possible grip because these guys are throwing at a velocity? Now, obviously, he was hit with a, a, a split-finger fastball, but guys are throwing harder than ever before. If I'm a hitter, I don't know if I'm I'm like I don't want them using anything. I I I kind of want them using something that gives them the better grip. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. You don't want it, people hitting the head, and that, that's where you kind of look at it as as a human being. It's like, well, geez, am I going to go back up there and have some guy flailing the ball ninety degree, ninety miles an hour at me? You know that that ball's coming really fast. Yeah, I mean, these guys are hitting 100 miles an hour, and if they don't know where it's going, I mean, that that's your that's your, your your life flashes in front of you at home plate. I mean, it's scary. Yeah, and he just stepped right back in there. I mean, that was amazing. And in, in the in the playoffs, he's always been a a big time hitter. He doesn't choke. I mean, we've had you can look at the stats and you see the guys that didn't that have really not done that well in the playoffs, and you know and well, Chad just gets up there and it's like, well, you know, I'm getting up there. I'm going to hit the ball. I'm going to hit it hard. Um, so the, the other thing I wanted to talk about is is going forward, you know, as you go way back all the years, the A's have always had a guy who could stand up against the other team's best pitcher, even when the best pitcher was really better than they were. Like, you know, Catfish and Kenny Holtzman could – they could stare down Palmer and Seaver, even though those guys were, were great, you know, Palmer and Seaver. And, you know, Stu could stare down uh, Roger Clemens, you know. And I don't want to offend Stu because I love Stu, but Clemens was better than Stu, but Stu could still beat him, one nothing, you know. But um, all through the Billy Bean era, we've never had a guy who's been able to step up and win that game, game five of the playoffs, um, you know, uh, you know, Hudson didn't do it, and, and Mulder, Zito, they all had chances. None of them did it. You know, last year, you know, Bassett won the the, uh, the big game against the White Sox, but he didn't come down and, you know, throw a shutout game one against the, um, 
against Houston. So it's like, you know, who's going to do it this year? You know, it's going to, some, someone has to step up if the A's are going to win when you're facing, you know, Lance Lynn or, or Garrett Cole or, you know, Walker Bueller or, you know, whoever's an ace is not going to, you know, when you get to playoffs, you don't have a game like today where you have about five singles in a row. <laughs> you know, you, uh, you're going to, someone has to step up and beat them. So who's going to do that? Hey, hey, coach, you know what the reality is? Starters are going maybe five, and then it's all about the bullpen. As much as I hate to say it, <laughs> I mean, if I can get five out of a guy in the postseason, it's going to the bullpen. It, baseball, you know, Tom Seaver's not walking through that door, right? Bob Gibson, Sandy Koufax, they're not walking through that door. I don't care who you are. I mean, if you go seven innings, you're like a hero as a starter in the postseason. Now. Well, <laughs> Well, that, that's why I didn't throw the name out there of any of the of the Tampa Bay Rays because you're not going, no. you know, nine innings against the Rays. No, but, you're playing the Rays. Their some... starters going four innings. <laughs> <laughs> we can beat the Rays. I, I'm not as worried about them. But you know, Walker Bueller. I mean, he might go seven and, and shut no, you down. He, he's you know, going. Eight. He's going five, coach. Yeah. He's going five. Walker. <laughs> Walker Bueller. Well, Lance Lynn. Well, we'll give you. I'll give you Lance Lynn then. All right. You maybe. Know, maybe. Thanks, coach, for the <laughs> phone call. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Andrea in Berkeley. Andrea, my astrologer, how are you? Great, Tony. How are you? Give me some good signs because right now the A's 16 games over 500. Yeah, no, that was awesome. They did great. Eight and one homestand. They swept the Angels. Doesn't get much better than that. And uh, wonderful to have uh, Ramon Laureano back. I call him the Cancerian Catalyst. You know, very emotional and passionate. Made a great outfield catch. Um, I mean, even when he strikes out, he gets, like, super upset. I, you know, you just got to yes. love that passion and emotion he brings to the game. And, um, yeah, six wins in a row. Oh, and the rally monkey. Actually, you're going to laugh. I had the rally monkeys chart in my database. No. Uh, he's, yes. No. Six, 2000. What, yeah. is the, what is the rally monkey? The rally monkey is a Gemini, which is kind of like spacey and a little um, capricious and fickle and restless and impatient, kind of flighty. I still cannot believe that that is that the rally monkey is still around. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it's the rally monkey is a, a Gemini, but he has a lot of planets in Taurus, which is a lot more enduring and um, persistent and determined. So it's an interesting mix. I remember, I think it was Robert Vaughn. I called in extra innings in like 2000, 2001 when the rally monkey incarnated. And I remember in 2002, uh, the Angels swept the Giants, and I called in. Uh, the great so, Robert Vaughn, country fastball, follow him. Yeah, yeah. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram and listen to his show, Country Fastball. All right, so I'm guessing uh-huh. Ramon Laureano's a Taurus. Uh, Ramon is actually. Uh, an emotional sun sign cancer because he has, you know, that very, um, what's the, you know, feeling, receptive, emotional, sensitive quality. So, he, you know, we don't know. Ramon Laureano? Yeah, Ramon Laureano is July 15, Townie, 1994. All right. that This guy's a tough guy. Yes. <laughs> he He's is. Some, yeah. He, he, he is. Every day. Ramon Laureano is every day, all day. Right. Yes. And uh, it doesn't get much better than that. I was looking at his chart. Um, 
And he does have planets in Scorpio, which give him that intensity and that persistence. And um, he hasn't even had a Santa return yet. He's not even 30. So, you know, the best is yet to come. So this is pretty exciting. Just great to have that Cancerian catalyst back in the uh, lineup. It was wonderful. Yeah, he's the kind of guy, like, as a teammate, he's the guy that if you, you go into battle, you want – I mean, let's face it. We have never seen a player in the history of the game charge a dugout by himself. Oh, that's right. Right. He, he literally was going to take on the entire Astros roster by himself. Right. I mean, cancers are very – Um, you know, family-oriented. And I think one of the coaches said something about his mother. That's like the worst thing to ever say to a cancer. Don't insult their family. They're very domestic. (laughs) He he ran at their dugout. It was like, what are you – I mean, I respect it, but it's like, what are you doing? It's like you against everybody else. I I mean, that's the kind of guy that – and even David Force said here on A's cast that, you know, you can't take that passion out of him. It's who he is as a player, and it's – it's what makes him so special. Exactly, and it was just wonderful. He's a real difference maker uh, in the lineup. It was just great to have him back. Well, thank you for the phone call. Great to yes. hear from you. Yes, have a great time in, with your family in Disney World. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be great. Thank you so much. Yeah, You're I'm looking welcome. Forward have to, fun. Yeah, for the first time, like, you know, talk about being normal again. Uh, being at Disneyland is going to be a lot of fun. Let's get to Bob Melvin with the media after this win. Starting off with Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, didn't seem like Loriano had much rust after missing time. Um, what do you think of just that sequence he had there in the fourth with the catch and then obviously hitting that big homer? Well, we've seen it before. So I think it, you know, you come back and you're off for a while and, you know, a little uncertainty when. You know, you haven't had too many at bats, and and then you go out there and make a play like that and hit a homer. So I think he's he feels pretty comfortable. And like I said, we get we get spoiled with this play. We see it all the time, but it's it's really good. And um, Cole Irvin, just after that kind of rough start, to be able to go that deep into the game, how impressive was that? And what did you kind of see just change from him? Yeah, I think he just got to a little bit tired of it. He was getting you know, so you know, whether it was ground balls in the hole or some hard hit balls, you know, he's. It's close to coming out of that game pretty early and then, you know, recovers enough to to go out. Did he get a win? Huh? No, Birch did. Um, but, yeah, because we were down some guys today. So I wasn't going to use Petit. I wasn't going to use Diekman. And, and we needed him to go a little bit deeper in the game. He did it. And then, you know, Birch gave us an inning and a third and Romo and Lou. So it was important that uh, he kept it close and gave us a chance to have a big inning like we did. Matt hey Bob, uh, obviously a lot happened afterward, but was the, the fourth inning sequence with Loriano, was that a, sort of a pivotal moment there, obviously being down 4-0 early and then the uh, the big rally a little bit afterward? It was. I mean, I, ta- I often talk about momentum swings, and, and you know, we, it wasn't a great feeling for us, you know, to be down that big early on. And, you know, it's a hot day, and you got to persevere, and you got to continue to grind. But I think when when he made the catch and then came in and hit a home run, all of a sudden we we felt like a different team. So, uh, what did you think of the uh, at bats in the sixth inning, especially some of the uh, the pinch hit at bats you got there from Lowry and, and Pinder? Yeah, I mean these guys are ready. They're ready to go when we call their number as far as pinch hits and 
you know, they, they, they know how work, things work around here. So it's not like they're surprised by it. They're up in the cage hitting previous to that. And they know if we get a lefty coming in the game, they're probably going to be some pinch hitting going on. So it's credit to them for, for being ready and, and coming through too. Uh, it's one thing to be ready. It's another thing to, to get big hits and both Jed and, and uh, Chi did. And uh, Tinder hadn't been out too long, but just uh, to come back and have that be in his first at bat, is that uh, something that's just kind of positive, I guess, to put that behind him? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You know, he wasn't 100% today, but, you know, we'll have an off day tomorrow, and, you know, you're not going to be 100% over the course of the season, but with something like that, we want to make sure we're careful with it. And, you know, we monitored him the day before. We gave him that off. We gave him a lot of today off, and, and he was ready to go. He was out here early doing some work and, and felt once the game started, he was ready to contribute. Hey, Bob, I was just uh, reading a very interesting uh, stat there that uh, after 70 games in a season, the A's have their best record since 1990, 43-27. What do you think about that? Uh, I leave that up to you, Manolo, to, to read those off and, and process them for me. I know that, you know, we played good baseball here recently after getting off to a slow start to the season. And typically uh, our second halves are better than our first half. So, you know, we're just going to continue to grind here. And, you know, we're at this point in time, we played good baseball enough to have that record. Bob, to head into this road trip, not just not only playing well, but to be pretty much at full strength with Loriano and Pinder back. Um, how big is that, I guess, for you guys as you go on this big road trip here coming up? Yeah, they're all, I mean, they're all big. You know, we it, it, this one, you know, going to New York, it's a lot of fun. We haven't been there in a while. And, and I think it's going to be full capacity now, I, I believe. So, you know, it's, it's getting back to the norm as far as, you know, life goes and, and uh, that can be a pretty rowdy place. That's, that's a lot of fun to play. So I, I think we're just going to enjoy the day off and, you know, we need one and, and go into that series fresh. And like you said, with, with a fairly complete roster to this point, so that'll help. Um, is Cole's issue more so the, how many times the lineup gets, goes around to him or is it more like he doesn't have his pitch counts up too high, but I think they've, they were going to bat around the fourth time in the fifth inning. Is that like something he can work on? No, you know what? I think when he has his struggles, it's early in the game and, and then able, is able to recover. I think in general, you look at third and fourth time around with certain guys because numbers would suggest that the averages go up. Um, but I think for Cole, sometimes he gets stronger as the game goes along. Uh, as he did today, he just started out slow and was able to give us enough innings to keep us there and, and let the guys score some runs and end up winning a game. So a little bit different for him, but third and fourth, you always look at third and fourth time around the lineup, uh, you know, because of the, what, what the numbers suggest, especially if you have a full bullpen. We'll finish with Kalahara. Just to say, in retrospect, uh, how uh, kind of important was the catch that Canna made in left field in the first inning on what could have been an extra base hit there? That's huge. There's no telling where that inning goes without that. So that that's a, you know, as good a play as Ramon made. That was, I mean, he did, I, I don't know what the numbers would suggest, but I don't think that play is made very often. And, you know, it, it kind of shut them down for a minute and, and kept them from having a really big inning. So that was a huge play over the course of the game. There's 16 games over 500 and in June, 
They have outscored their opponents in the last 14 games, 87 to 46. That's a big deal. I want to play one more for you. Here is Ramon Laureano with Dallas Braden. All right, fans, I'm here with the laser. It's been a while since the fans have been treated to a laser show. Fourth inning, you go up and above the rim, bring one back. Bottom of the fourth, you pump one out. Feeling pretty good to be back? Yeah, feels uh, feels good, feels normal. Uh, it was hard, you know, watching games from the dugout and at home. But uh, I'm back, and uh, yeah, just happy to contribute. Oh, you are back, and you are contributing to the point where the Oakland A's finished the homestand 8-1. and one. It has been since 2013 since the A's have won seven or more games in a homestand. That's got to feel pretty good, hitting the road, taking care of a hot division opponent with a sweep, getting ready to go to the Big Apple. Yeah, uh, everybody, like, they're hitting and start clicking here, and uh, it's a little bit tough here every time we come here from uh, – uh, you know, uh, so every everything just clicked together, I think, here, uh, this Thompson, and, I mean, the results show it. That big blowout run scoring burst today. What goes into those huge innings? I think it's just rhythm and momentum, you know. Uh, we feel something, somebody, you know, sets the tone with uh, with an at-bat, with uh, running hard to first base, and I think that's what's been happening. And now it's time to see what's on deck presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. So we're off tomorrow, but we still have baseball. At 4 o'clock, first pitch, we're going to be playing the Lansing Lugnuts game right here on A's Cast. That's our high A affiliate. And then we'll all be back on Friday. But enjoy the day off. Enjoy your A's. What a great win. We'll see everybody on Friday right here on A's Cast. Be well and be safe. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Bottom of the ninth, two outs, base is loaded. This is what it's all about. And here's the pitch. Go oh, a deep drive to center. Way back. This could go all the And now a message from our sponsor. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive for great savings and round-the-clock protection. Progressive. Oh. I can't believe it. Did that really just happen? Don't you never forget where you were when you heard that call. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. DQ presents... Picture this. Picture the Girl Scout Thin Mints Blizzard. You see two iconic treats blending together in a mesmerizing swirl of pieces of Thin Mints cookies. Cool mint and world-famous DQ soft serve. You smile the biggest smile you've ever smiled. It's a double smile because your two favorites, DQ and Girl Scout Thin Mints, are together in one delicious treat. And the only reason you stop smiling is so you can start eating. The Girl Scout Thin Mints Blizzard, exclusively at DQ. Get it delivered at DQ.com. DQ, happy tastes good. 
Sheila, we need to set up Johnson's quarterly review. Janowski Investments keeps portfolios profitable, but a double client base calls for double the advisors. Hello. Hi, Janet. I'm so sorry. Pulling up your portfolio right now. Give me a sec. Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. It's Batter Up with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. You get 10 great tasting Mike and Ike flavors in each box. Lots of fun to mix and match for great tasting combinations. Hit a home run with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. For more pucker power, try Mega Mix Sour. Mix it up with 10 mouthwatering sour flavors. Savor the flavor with Mega Mix Sour. Oakland A's fans, shoot up for a brand new season at MLBShop.com. Check out new 2021 gear and shop the largest selection of official caps, t-shirts, hoodies, collectibles, and more. Gear up with the Oakland A's at MLBShop.com. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a one nothing lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball.